Yes, hello. This is Cookie Monster. Uh, I have been listening to Just Some Guardians for lots and lots of months now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is my favorite podcast to listen to while I eat chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's what I do when taking break from teaching children how to eat more sugary items instead of items with good intentions. That was bad phase of Cookie Monster's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just wanted to say I am very disappointed that Dungeons & Dragons does not have a Cookie Monster class that I can play as who tosses cookie grenades and blows up enemies with explosive molasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe in Dungeons & Dragons uh, version 6? Six, 6F3479. Six yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, just wanted to let you know that I think it is your nerd week this week, and um, I have nothing nerdy to respond with. Um, okay, bye. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or... do this. Leroy! <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Way overused reference. Uh, let's do the show. Hello, and welcome to Just Some Guardians, episode thirty-eight. Uh, any of you guys that are new here, which I assume you will be this week, as we're uh, kind of dangling out of our own little community here. Uh, just some gardens. We are a Destiny-themed podcast. We do Destiny content every other week and then fill the in-betweens with what we call a nerd talk, where we discuss all sorts of other things within our lives, other games, movies, TV shows. Board. We did a board game, a book episode, whatever we want to talk about. So that's what this week is. And we're discussing World of Warcraft Battle of Azeroth, which is a World of Warcraft expansion that recently launched last week. And uh, we kind of have a special guest with us. Uh, so joining the talk tonight, I, of course, am Elmer Fudd. And we have my ever-sensual co-host, Nicholas. So I totally thought of you yesterday, Brad, mm -hmm. when I watched... Um, well, I, I was... I watched as much of it as Jake would allow before he got bored. Um, the, uh, oh shit, what's it called? Darkest Hour. The Gary Oldman, Winston Churchill movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I then told someone today at work that something, I said something you know how sometimes I'm like, oh, you're making my jowls quiver. I, yes. I told him, I'm like, you're making my Winston Churchill-esque jowls quiver with fear. <laughs> and she just looked at me and goes, I appreciate you so much. So I appreciate I figured, you so much. I figured you would get a kick out of that. But yes, I, I thought of you as I as I watched Winston Churchill. Well, Gary Oldman wow. was Winston Churchill. That's either one of those. I'm, uh, I'm truly honored mm. and slightly aroused. I'm not going to lie definitively mm. and then uh no russell here tonight he apparently has business meetings oh i make money and stuff what a guy uh so in his stead instead forested in foreskin foreskin uh in uh, in his foreskin uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, <laughs> all the way from lagging balls we have thorn that's called docking. My man. Oh. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hey, oh, sex jokes to start. Let's do it. Boom. This. Fits right in. <laughs> Double meaning. 
Well, thanks you for guys, coming thanks on. Thanks for having man. me. Dude, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. I've um I've probably listened to you guys over on Lagon Balls. Amazing show, by the way. Probably the last like year. Thanks. And uh Ooh. I couldn't think of anyone better to share this night with. And given that you um carry so many people's mail and uh and work for the people, thank you for your service and for spending time with us while doing so. I appreciate that. Wow. Aw. That was quite the turn. Wow, I'm gonna cry. Hold on, give me a moment. <laughs> oh. Sex jokes. Okay, hold on. Let me let me yep. check my list. Here. Sex joke. Um, touching moment. Um, um, uh, compliment <laughs> to compliment the host. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Extortion. We're on track. <laughs> good. All right, man. We're good. <laughs> Extortion comes later. <laughs> That's step three in the process. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> No plans here. We're just diving right into this. Um, Thorn. Beautiful, beautiful Thorn. Um, those of us in... Hello! Or, <laughs> hello! Uh, those people from our community that may not know who you are and your show, why don't you give a little rundown how that all works out? Sure. The show is called Lagging Balls. We are um, just over three years in. Uh, it's a weekly podcast. Um, we cover... World of Warcraft, um, Overwatch, uh, basically all of the Blizzard games um, except for um, StarCraft 2 because we just don't play it. Um, so um, we cover each of them in um, in some manner, um, and we cover more of the, the games that we play more actively. So WoW and, and Overwatch are the two main ones. Uh, but my co-host is Fist, um, and uh, we've co-founded it together, co-hosted every week. Um, we do a Friday night stream called the LB stream, which is um, not necessarily related to the show. Uh, once in a while, it skews a little bit, um, but we definitely try to actually keep them separate so that, you know, the podcast is specifically about the games and the stream is about God knows what else we MS get into. Paint. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. I've seen it. Clearly. All, all the rage. <laughs> yeah. Um, MS Paint amazing. MS Turn it, turns out drawing dicks with MS Paint on Twitch is looked down upon, so we found that out. Really? Yeah. I yeah. never would have guessed that. Mm, yeah. Brett and I once convinced one of his nephews. Is it a nephew? Uh, please finish this story. I'm really worried now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Microsoft Paint was like brand new. Oh, yes. And was like the coolest <laughs> thing ever to the point that he had to go and get his dad's laptop. And bring it outside and ask us where to find um, Microsoft Paint, so he could so he could play around with it. It took him a good couple of hours to figure out it wasn't that great. How how old was this net this uh, nephew? This this wasn't too long ago. I think he's eight. Oh, you guys are bad. We're bad. I like it. Well, he came up like and it. he's like, he's like, oh, what kind of games are you playing? I can't remember what I was playing at the time, but I I had paint up. Because a lot of the graphics we use are done in Microsoft Paint. Nice. And um, and I was like, oh, and I quickly switched over to that. This awesome new game that just came out called Paint. Look at all this cool stuff you can do. And, and he's eight. And so Andy like, oh, my God. That's this dirty. is the coolest That's thing I've ever though. seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot Damn about boozle. that. Thank you, Nick. Damn, boozle. It was It was legit, actually. His um his dad was on a phone call and his and his son was just like dad I need this game like bothered him and it's it's already on the laptop and he has no idea excellent so good 
Okay. Jibated. Mm. Moving on. Jibated. So you guys, what are you at? Episode 152. Yeah. That's insane. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny how some things become almost transactional for you. You know, like you 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 copy over the show notes from the previous week and you re- you rename it with the the new number <laughs> and then you um you know you remove the uh <laughs> you laugh show notes. <laughs> show notes i scoff at your show notes <laughs> um but since we're, we cover news you know we do actually take a few notes they're not crazy but you know um so you know there are things that you do and since it's like um it's like losing weight right or or watching a pet grow those things happen so gradually that if you look at a, a photo of the pet when they were a puppy and then, you know, when they're fully grown, what what a transition, right? Wow, I can't believe this thing was so small and cute and now he's so grown and cute. Um, but you didn't notice the transition at the time. It's like it's kind of like that with these shows. Like you, you do them every week, week in, week out. And, uh, you know, you don't you, you stop noticing that the number is getting, you know, respectable. And, uh, you know, you it, then, then you somebody else say bigger, didn't you? <laughs> well, we have an intern for the show. His name is Techie Taco. Shout out to Techie Taco. What up, homie? You're awesome. I love you. And uh, he um, is more responsible than we are. He's much more put together than we are. So he's the one to like point out to us that, you know, um, for example, the, the LB stream from this Friday last, we, uh, we, uh, we finished it and we um, had it recorded. And he is the one to take the show afterward and um, save it as a highlight. Do do funny Twitch things that you do responsibly to to set things up on Twitch and then export out to YouTube so that those things are saved and you can you know fans can watch them later that sort of thing. He's the one to notice that this was the the one year anniversary of the LB stream. We didn't even notice that ourselves because we're just that <laughs> responsible. <laughs> so our our L, our intern. Who it, you, you might appreciate this? He is creatively called our LB Tech and Assistant, or oh. TNA for short. Oh, oh my! Uh, he is the one who noticed that because he's far more a ball assistant. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like I have ideas. TNA, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> on that LB note, TNA. <laughs> uh, those of you out there that are listening, listen. Um, if you really want to work hard and not get paid, I got a job for you. Oh yeah. Exorbitant amounts of experience. Yes. Shoutcast. Dare I say experience points? Oh my god, I was going somewhere with that. Um oh, just on that point, yeah. Um like this show, and we're just what are we, thirty-eight? And it's already just like part of life. You know. It's awesome. Like I was getting everything set up before my wife walks in. She's like, what do you, Oh, Thursday. And like walks out of the door and I was like, Hey, like it's right. just cool how it just becomes part of your week to week. Yeah. It's part of life. It's funny because I not, not to like sidetrack. We don't do that on this show. When you Ever. Show notes. Um, I, I do. This isn't the only podcast that I'm a part of. And this, I hope Nick never hears this. This podcast is more like a staple of like my routine than that podcast. Uh, unrelated note, what's his Twitter? 
looked <laughs> no. unrelated indeed no nope. asking for a friend <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. okay so um sort of a reason he's here i guess so last week was it just last week or was it the week before we're just it week sure two was. Now, right? it was last week yeah uh, a little old thing uh game's been around for a couple years um one or two indie developer uh called world of warcraft yeah uh, tell your nephew it's new yeah yeah it's brand new a uh, little little company called Blizzard. Um, Blizzard. Blizzard. <laughs> they make them video games, doesn't they? <laughs> As a mail carrier, I'm very triggered by their by their name. I'm not gonna lie. It just it upsets me every time. I weep, and after I weep, I cry, and after okay. I cry, my eyes tear up. It's just. <laughs> It's a never-ending process. It's quite the process. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Battle for Azeroth. What came yes. out? Yes. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Thorn, I'm going to throw it to you because you're the professional guy that covers this stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> just yeah, here, some, let me like, just fill you in on everything. One yeah. Sec. Uh, go. <laughs> um, you know, just just basics like you know level cap, some little things like that. Sure. Well, look, if you're if you're from outside of the game altogether, the um, the war in Warcraft comes between two warring factions that have been at odds since the very beginning of the lore. And that's the Horde, which is the right side, and the Alliance, which is the wimpy side. And between this the guy. two, <laughs> oh, fighting words, get wrecked. So I, don't know. I, uh, I tap into it. I don't know. <laughs> who hey, wouldn't? fair. Who you know? wouldn't? <laughs> But uh, those two warring factions have been the basis of the tension um, and, again, the war in Warcraft uh, since the very beginning. So um, each expansion brings a new uh, source of threat, a new uh, challenge that everyone um, in the game needs to overcome. It's an MMORPG. Um, and the level cap previously was 110. It is now 120. Um, and the the big focus of this expansion is one fac- faction versus the other. So some big stuff has gone down um, that has really kick-started the hatred between those two factions again. In previous expansions, they had become kind of closer and closer and started working more and more together uh, toward common goals. The last expansion was um, um, Legion. And that was legions of demons coming from the freaking nether voids anals of the universe, basically, right? Pouring out of the anals. Anal oh, pouring all, of demons so all over us. Demon anal, anal seepage. Right, and with that yeah. much anal seepage, we had to band together uh, as, as, a, as a form of, you know, Azerothian depends. To sop it all up. <laughs> throw it all away. I am so uncomfortable and <laughs> I'm like... That was I guarantee this game has never been explained. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the greatest thing I've ever heard to describe <laughs> that expansion ever. So 120 uh, is the new level cap. Um, there are new lands, there are new races. Um, there are um, what's called allied races. so each faction has um, um, two or three. To start uh, two yeah. now races. Yeah. we're gonna get four each soon, I think yeah, at some point. Go. And that's just what they've announced so far, if I recall. There's a lot of whispers about what it might be. Old God whispers? I don't know. I mean, Mm. pretty much always. That's pretty much like something that's always whispered about. But there is a race of Tortolan, which are little turtles with old man and old woman voices that I hope to God become one of them. Because, oh Oh my my God, God. are they amazing. Jag. 
That's I I didn't know if, if you'd seen them yet, but I wanted to tell you so bad, Nick. But I was like, I don't want to spoil it for him. <laughs> I could create Jayag. Oh my god, Brett, Brett, whatever server you're playing on, can you reserve the name Jayag for me? <laughs> on it. Consider it unrelated. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be back. Um, yeah, seriously. Oh that, my what god. What is that name? Turtles. That is my uh, Dungeons and Dragons character in our D and D campaign. I play a okay. portal. A turtle ranger slash another class. Amazing. Ooh. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, he's... Like a he's, custom class? Uh, no, 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 no. I've just... Now that we're level four, I've multi-classed into another nice. class. But it's wow. part of the narrative. So I cannot spoil it for Brett. Cause oh, have, all right. It will, be, it will be something that is role-played this next session, which is like Ooh. a week and a half from now. A week and a half from now, yeah. I can't nice. wait. I'm in my oh. very first campaign ever right now. Oh, actually. what? Yeah, yeah. Um, Forget wow. Let's talk other, about that. With um, uh, a bunch of other podcasters, one of whom actually had to quit one of his shows. Um, he was a, a co-founder and co-host of Heroes Forge, and he had to quit because Blizzard hired him. So now, now we've got a Blizzard employee in our uh, Dungeons and Dragons group, which is pretty dope. That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah it's my first time through. So um, that's awesome. You know, it's nice to hear these terms because I, you know, I'm kind of new to them. We've only done five or six sessions so far. We're okay. very, we're, we're level two, you know. Oh yeah. Oh so yeah. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we've been. God, what are we? We're we've got to been doing ours for like five months now, right? Five or six months. Five yeah. or six months awesome. we've been going now. It's crazy. We do we do a weekly every every well, we try every Sunday. We've missed a week or two. Oh my god! I literally just thought somebody walked through the room. I'm it was really creepy. <laughs> that was really creepy. Like right, your sorry. room? No, the living room. Oh, like the I living room. Somebody I thought somebody came out of the kitchen into the living room and like had turned to walk through towards the bathroom and there was nobody there. Uh, that was, that was oh, really This isn't my house. I'm really drunk. <laughs> I can't believe I did this. Oh, Sean. This is crazy. Again. <laughs> Again. I don't know why I laughed before I said again. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Um, what percentage juice are your lights at right now? <laughs> we're at, well, my light. I have three lights on in the living room. I was just kidding. Oh, it's Pekinzi Deutsch. <laughs> what, are, what are we at? Uh, A topical question. I think I'm going to give it till it's 20% before I turn the camera on. I can't fair. One thing. One thing I regret is using my MacBook for, like, Apparently, I have the MacBook Adorable, using it for intense things like podcasting and recording audio kills the battery. Just just like long term, battery's dead now. Um, but anyway, you mentioned real quick to get us back to Warcraft. Oh, right, right, right. Warcraft. You were, you were doing like a high about. level. So the, the um, you had mentioned that the, this expansion, Brett, you mentioned earlier is the Battles for Azeroth. Correct. And um, Thorne, you had mentioned that like the tension between the two factions is is back, and that it hadn't been a factor for a long time. And I guess as, as like commentary, you're not wrong. It's been one week since you looked at me. No, it's been since <laughs> Mists of Pandaria with the Garrosh Hellscream situation. Since I really feel like Horde versus Alliance was stressed. And even then, it was like Alliance versus some of the Horde 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was like Alliance versus Horde for a moment, and then like the whole Horde was like, wait a second, and then they were together again. Mm-hmm. So what's it like? Because I, I haven't played since the first couple months of Legion, because major life changes and stuff. But yeah. uh, what's it like for the both of you, I guess, now playing the game where it that's the focus again? Um, I've got to say it's it's pretty fun. Um, Absolutely. We, Fist and I have always been very, very fiercely horde. Um, always. Uh, the the guild that we have that's asso- associated with the Lagging Ball show is called Blood of the Scribe. And if you're looking for a home on the horde side, we're on Boulder Fist US. You're more than welcome. We just started our second guild. Um, basically because of the show, it blew up our, our guild large enough that we had to start a second one, which is pretty cool. Okay. But it's... um. It's something that I started with an old friend of mine who no longer plays at the end of 2008. So during Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, right at the beginning of of Wrath of the Lich King, uh, which is when I started the game. And uh, so because I was the co-founder of this thing and because I really valued, um, you know, how building this as a community and focusing on it as a community, because that has been the focus of my game experience, um, things like becoming at least a little bit embedded in things like the lore um, have been important to me and and building that that uh, pride within our guild um, has been something that I've focused on for a very long time so you know there's a there's a horde tabard hanging behind my screen I've got my my mug here that those uh, on the audio only can't see because it's obviously audio only that I'm sipping my dr. pepper out of with my horde symbol on it um, you know, I've got, I, I'm not a big jewelry type of guy, but I've got a, not, not on right now, but I have a bracelet thing that I got from a, a gift pack that has the horde symbol on it. Like it, it's, you know, there's a horde flag hanging outside of my house. It's literally on the front door <laughs> Oh my god! and waving in the wind with tatters on the edges. Cause it's been out there so long, kind of, you know, that kind of pride. And it's something that in recent years has kind of fallen by the wayside. Not mm-hmm. that it's been, you know, not that it hasn't been present, um, but there hasn't really been a need for it. There hasn't really been. <clears throat> there hasn't been the tension building mm-hmm. that has uh, led you to declare that allegiance and to find pride in it. So it's it's really nice. I I want to quick like ask you follow up question and then Brett. I, I like all of a sudden have started interviewing you two. This is fun because I'm not playing right now. So I'm like, Ooh. that makes my um, job super easy. Interview away. <laughs> Thorn, what were your reactions? And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into like the burning of the tree. What are your thoughts on that? But what fault. were your th- what were your thoughts on? I know the battle for Azeroth cinematic to me is. I think. It's either tied with the Wrath of the Lich King intro cinematic, or it is it is ever so slightly more my favorite. Um, what did you think of seeing the 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 current war chief Sylvanas scream for the horde as a banshee and oh, actually dude. get get <clears throat> like like sourifying? to rally because of what she knowing their relationship, I guess leading into that moment and coming out of it too. Sure. What what are Um, your thoughts as a horde player? So first of all, the cinematic 
um, I had not read the the Christie Golden Before the Storm book. Um, that's the most recent World of Warcraft lore book. Um, I'm in. I'm about a third of the way through it right now. I'm listening to it as an audio book during my commute to work to and from work um, to get caught up. So I'm catching a lot of that now. At the time that the um, that the cinematic came out, I didn't really have any of the backstory between Sylvanas Windrunner, our Horde war chief, and um, uh, Sourfang, who is, you know, among the leadership, um, but is not the lead of the Horde. Um, so I didn't really have the context of all of that. Um, but the part that I can speak to in particular is um, when it comes to a cinematic, um, Blizzard has to walk a fine line. Oh, they yeah. have to um, get you excited for the new expansion for the game. Mm-hmm. They have to show you some things that they've probably not shown you before. Um, and they have to create the epic and heartfelt feel that is associated with the game um, that is rooted so deeply in lore. I mean, this is an MMO RPG that people, you know, you look at your game time in this game and oh, it's, yeah. it's an ongoing joke that how many weeks and months of, and years of game time, like time actually spent in the game measured in days and hours, etc. Those numbers are insane for a lot of players. So this is something that you spend a lot of time in, that you go deeply into, that you really dwell in, that you become immersed in. Um, so as D and D guys, you can uh, you can understand how how important that immersion is. Oh yeah. And when you're playing Absolutely. something a, a video game like this, where you're this is what you're doing all the time, um, you know that Blizzard has a a, a very difficult responsibility to both create excitement for a video game and also further the lore. And also in this case, when that lore and that and that game expansion is rooted in a faction versus faction, they have to they have to express excitement and inspiration and badassery from both sides. Right. So without making the other one feel gypped. Right. Yeah. Right. So you don't know exactly why the factions are warring in that cinematic. There was a rumor as to what might have caused it, but what you do see is the ruins of Lordaeron, um, where the Undercity now resides, which is a Horde uh, property, and the Horde is positioned at the wall, and the Alliance is rolling up to it to siege and attack that castle, basically. And that's not something you've seen before. No, absolutely not. Now, that's absolutely the the world we live in, right? The medieval-esque type um you know, and and the alliance side of things, Stormwind, their home city, is very much a giant castle. It's very much a storybook castle, which is why it's so wimpy. But the horde this side, guy, this guy. Um, <laughs> 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 just threw my jabs in there. Well, you can't, you can't too much. And then on the horde side, you know, the undercity is a a a stronghold. It's kind of the secondary home. It's not Orgrimmar is the home horde city. It's the biggest one, the most important one. Um, the headquarters, if you will, of the horde. Um, but the really undercity well designed is... streets. You know, really easy to find your way. <laughs> you can say the same about Stormwind. No. I, d- I just really fly. Well it's okay. <laughs> Honestly, the only ones that are really well designed, in my opinion, are Undercity and Ironforge. I I'll agree to that. Both of those. I'm so sorry. And and I totally get that. I think it's it's one yeah. or the other, right? You th- but none of them are a Bostonian, Chicagoan grid 
city system. They're, mm-hmm. they're not meant to be a straight. You don't run down one street to get to where you're going, and that's it. They want you running curves, and they want you, you know, mm-hmm. going way around. And if you're not accustomed to Stormwind, you cannot find things very easily. I got to tell you, it's not. Oh, you're not wrong. You're not. It's very. It's yeah. You're not wrong. But that's what, that's what the different color roofs are for. You guys are crazy. Why? <laughs> what, what, you, like, it, what, what like wiggles my jimmies with Stormwind is when you like fly way up above it, it looks like a human outpost from Warcraft 3. Oh, nice. That's like, awesome. To me, to me oh. that's what it looks like. It, it looks awesome. like I built a human outpost in like the human faction. And how much sense yeah. does that make, given the, the, the background lore of Warcraft 1, Warcraft 2... That's it's where I started most, playing was Warcraft 2. It's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, uh, moving yeah, on. So, so back to the cinematic. You know, the, the, to, to your point, I, I went back and, and laid some groundwork, so I apologize. But the, the, the reason for laying some of that groundwork and some of that background is that, you know, for someone who doesn't play this game, it's got to be crazy to say, you've been playing the same game for 15 years. What the hell? How, how is this game any fun anymore? And it's because it's not the same game. Right. There's been there's there are roots and we're talking about previous games like Warcraft one and two because that lore goes that far back. Um, so to have that tension between Horde and Alliance going for that long, because 14 to 15 years is just what we're talking about for the World of Warcraft game. Mm-hmm. The lore itself goes 20 plus years back. It's very old and very storied and very deep. And so this tension between the factions has been there a very long time and the and the hatred and the tentative uh, alliances between the two the hatred is very deep mm-hmm. and the tentative alliances are very tentative and always have been but again there's always been that common enemy we keep coming whether we are really al- allied at all uh, versus just working together because we have to to survive those are two very different things mm-hmm. and you know so until until now, we've not had a refocusing on the absolute outright hatred of one faction versus the other. Again, it's called Warcraft because we fucking hate each other. Okay? And that's like any, any advancements that they've made in the story for one side or the other and the pieces in, uh, within each faction that do or, or are maybe more open to being um, associated with each other, they had to do some big things to really bring that tension back into focus. So in the cinematic, we all had whispers and, and kind of knew that some big things were happening. You mentioned a burning tree. Teldrassil was another one of those um, places for the the Alliance where it was a big stronghold. It's a, a very old, very storied, very deep, very important. It's not their main city, but it's a very important place for them. And so there was whispers that the tree was going to burn because the entirety of the area is based in a gigantic tree. And if that tree burns, everybody in it dies. Darnassus, one of their home cities, one of the biggest strongholds, that goes up in flames as well. That's a big deal. Huge. So a lot of the the you know the whispers and and the and the the guessing um, pre-expansion were about how does that come to be? What are the things that lead to that happening? Um, we had the game developer Ian Hazakostas having a and A Q&A session where he mentioned things are not going to be cut and dry. It's going to be you know, you're going to think things are going one way and they're not necessarily and there's going to be morally gray choices made. And the the storytelling and the developers, they've walked that fine line that I mentioned for the cinematics all throughout the game of World of Warcraft very carefully. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. No. Right? So they, they've, they've tried very hard and they've been very, very successful, possibly until now, being um, very clear <laughs> about, 
um, you know, each faction having making its own choices for reasons that make the most sense. And even a couple of factions or a couple of expansions back when we had um, uh, Garrosh Hellscream um, being a gigantic douche uh, that, that was the leader of the horde, even the horde turned against him. And then we we had our common enemy again. And so, you know, we don't stand for that kind of disrespect and, you know, and and dishonor on the battlefield. That's The horde is built on the honor on the battlefield. It doesn't make any sense. So that that's a long way around of saying when I heard Sylvanas yell for the horde as she drained the life out of like 30 people around her, I went nuts. I jumped out of my seat. I'm screaming. I'm throwing mm-hmm. things around in the room. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, she fucking did it. Oh, my God. And then, you know, a few minutes later, you get this really great grandstanding from, uh, you know, the Alliance side. You get, oh, yeah. you get to Manduin see rocking and rolling. <laughs> you get to see Anduin grow into Manduin before your very eyes. Right. Right. Sword uh, here, Brad, Brad Brad Pitt, starring as Anduin. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they did a really good job of um, balancing the two in the cinematic. Um, but then the more I'm hearing of the story behind it, that's where I'm starting to be like, ugh. I don't, I don't like where the horde is right now it's not uh, in dry. terms of leadership. Yeah. Well, and you know, that point you made there is because like the biggest thing for me, storytelling wise that I'm not jealous of Blizzard that I have to do is, and I think they did a really good job in the cinematic of making both sides have that moment or one or two yeah. of them, you know, but the fact that they, they have to not just do that in a cinematic, but keep that in the storyline of a whole expansion. I'm like, Oh my God. I don't envy well, I having to see that storyboard and how are they going to, oh, yeah. it probably looks like that guy, you know, with the wall and all the pe- yeah. all the pictures <laughs> with the red yarn. Here's how it's going to work. You know, I just, Oh my God. But with that well, cinematic, um, like having it come out, Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, right. Having that cinematic come out so early and then have it, like the whole community just like, okay, what about this and this and this and what if this mm-hmm. and that, and you know how they've timed that. And then the length of time we had to guess with that, and then hearing about the burning of Teldrassil, and then having the burning of Teldrassil, and then that space of time after that, before having the you know the the old soldier cinematic, and then into the actual you know battle of yeah. what you saw from the cinematic, you know, it was such a cool timeline, and I thought mm-hmm. it was brilliantly put together. Oh yeah, but the and it uh, really really made the community nuts. Mm-hmm. Like there was a there was a big response. Um, and some of it wasn't very positive, honestly. There were there were like death threats about the you know about the writers and you know some it went some bad places because you're always going to have idiots, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to I'd like to say that's that's uh, just the one game, but you know in Destiny's life cycle, which is you know <laughs> the, the premise we're from, it's it's had some things and same oh, thing, yeah. people attacking you know personal accounts, sure. death threats. I'm going to find your fan. Like it's just. People are just ridiculous. It's not. It's it's a game. You can be passionate, mm-hmm. but there's a line, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. So speaking of death threats, <laughs> no. <laughs> speaking of Jello, great transition. All <laughs> uh, no. yeah, right. So threats. Thorn Thorn talked a little bit about like the horde and what the horde stands for and what draws him to the horde. I know you you and I are of like mind when it comes to the alliance. The exception is Sylvanas, Dark Lady, watch over you. I I would I just I love everything about the character of Sylvanas mm-hmm. Whisperman. I love that character. Aside from that, 
Brett, you and I are known for transmogging our characters in like alliance themed armor and like walking through Stormwind and like kneeling in front of guards or the king and like so very RP playstyle. Yeah. Oh, I can't sure imagine the connection there. We should play D D <laughs> or something. It's in uh no, Final Fantasy fourteen. We were known for walking from objective to objective. But anyway, I digress. Brett. Yeah, that's me. Why the Alliance? Um, so honestly, when I first started playing Alliance, it was because that's where my friends were playing. I was actually horde from vanilla through probably halfway through Cataclysm. And then I had no one to play with, and I met a friend at work, Josh, um, who you know very well, Nick. And, um, and so I'd gotten back into the game, and him and all his friends were Alliance. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. I just want to play with friends. And then the more I played over there, I just, I've always like aesthetically just like the regular like knight and armor, you know, big sword and shield and, and going through there. And for, you know, I'm not saying, you know, not honor on the horde side, but you know, the generic like, Ooh, honorable man, blah, blah, blah. Like that aesthetic. I don't know. It just stuck with me. And before I knew it, I was sucked into the lore and the characters and, and, the, and the cities and, and. And I think the biggest point, um, I was actually, when Legion was coming, I almost was going to play Horde. And then the cinematic happened to Varian Rin dying. And like, changed everything. Uh, Fun fact, during Legion, when me and Nick were playing, before we started every play session, we'd go to the memorial in Stormwind of him and like, walk through it. And we'd kneel in front of the statue and salute him and then go off and that's do whatever awesome. we were going to do that day. You know, it, that just, yep. that cemented it right there for me. So, Oh yeah. You just, you get invented that. in characters and you just, that's just where Absolutely. you are. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry, buddy. No, you're fine. That's cool. What's it, what's it like for you now seeing, um, seeing the war rekindled from, from the Alliance perspective? I know, you and I were, were texting, and of course I was fangirling over Sylvanas. <laughs> but you were, you had just played through some of the story as far as the burning of Chaldrassil goes, like the buildup. Yes. So, like, what, what was that like for you as an Alliance player, and and somebody who's who who pays attention to, um, I guess not just the quest objective and, and filling that meter or, you know, getting 10 out of 10 boar flanks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, as, as someone who pays more attention to the, the narrative impact, if you will, or perhaps the emotional weight behind what you're doing, what was that like for you? Um, that was, it was really in, like, I knew the basis of kind of what was going to be happening when I started that quest line, you know, in the, the pre expansion event. And, So I was going through because you you like quest through the whole zone, you know, and there's the big fighting going on. I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then I'd actually logged out right before I actually did the actual burning of the tree. And I'll get to that in a second. But um, Thorn, you'll like this. So I was at work and I was checking my Twitter and Thist had actually posted a screenshot of her flying over the tree burning. And I was like. Oh my God, this is what it looks like. And I like, I got home and I booted the computer up and I got in and I was like, go, go, go. I can stop this single handedly. And I'm like flying through the quest. And, um, like I was into it and then you get into the tree 
and it says, save as many people as you can. And it gives you a bucket of water and everything is on fire. And the counter next to the quest says zero people saved out of 900. Oh my God. And I was like, what? And it's like the music suddenly, like there's no music, like it cuts off immediately. And you're just running through the city, like trying to grab people and send them to safety. You're putting out fires and you're watching the time because it gives you like 12 minutes or something. No, not even that. It's just a couple minutes, I think. And so you run through the city watching the timer going down and your number count is not going up high enough with the time. So I, I, I only saved like a hundred people. And so like, I have to go around the rest of the time playing wow, knowing I couldn't save like 800 people. Wow. And that sticks with you, you know? Yeah. So that really, you know, got, got Alliance players. I, at least me really sucked into like, all right, we're attacking Lordaeron. All right, let's mm-hmm. go. I'm grabbing yeah. everything. We're going. She's going to die. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. They did. The storytelling is just. And, and on, on a point you made earlier, Thorn, is it's not the same game that it, mm. that it was. The amount of like in-game cinematics or the, what's the technical term for when it's technically a cinematic, but it's just the game but no overlay and it's moving around with text and whatever oh, yeah. i don't know what the technical term is scene. yeah like a cut scene yeah but so that's been the hardest thing for me trying to talk people that like oh you play wow like i heard blah 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 about it and so i've been having a hard time talking people into trying it because they all remember stuff from 10 years ago and i'm like it's not the same there's right. so much story and cutscene, and you get so involved now it's ridiculous yeah they there was something in an interview that I read on MMO Champion, which even even in the years when I don't play the game, and yes, years, I have a very love-hate relationship with that game. I've been playing on and off since a week before Warsong Gulch went live. Jesus. The first battle. Vanilla? Well, the second battle. Yeah, oh yeah, vanilla. Like, I was, I was waiting outside of the Warsong Gulch gates for reset. The night That's before it cool. went live, and then I was I was in like the first round of Warsong Gulch matches as a level twenty gnomish mage named Giller. Giller, nice. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the uh, like MMO champion has has always been one of my staple internet like go tos for like oh I just want to keep up with this game because I love it even though I'm not playing it right now even though I hate Blizzard for <laughs> stupid reason here, you know. But um, they they did an interview. I th- it might have been Ian Hasakostas, who's isn't he the game director now? He is. Yeah. Um, he was saying that people people that are upset about X Y Z with Battle for Azeroth right now, they need to realize this is the longest story they've ever told in an expansion, and buckle up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's exciting. That's very exciting. That's what gives me hope, though, because I I mentioned before we already had a horde war chief that was a bad guy, right? You know, and everything I've heard about the about the lore right now is that we have another horde war chief who's a bad guy. What was it like as a horde player during the Garrosh thing? I've actually never wondered that. See that that was easier because the 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 questing. on the horde side, I couldn't I couldn't speak to the alliance side, um, but the questing for the horde side, you saw the roots of that really early on, um, and it was 
it was more minor. You could just tell he's a big jerk. Um, he's he's making statements that lead to like, you know exactly where he's going with this. You know, oh, okay. he's saying things like, uh, you know, bring the bring the fires to the front of the battle or something like that. And and somebody would say something like, "But War Chief, we'll hit our own troops or something like that." And he's like, "Just do what I say" or something like. So you get, you know, kind of that mindset. He was already a, a tentative choice that most people were not okay with to begin with. Um, you know, a questionable choice. And he had a reputation for being horrible. So, you know, and really war-driven and all these things. So, you know, very early on, everybody kind of knew. And we all suspected, like, okay, this guy's not going to go the direction the Horde should go. He, he might just be our final boss <laughs> of the new expansion. And guess what? That's exactly what he was. So, you know, that's another reason that people were really, really kind of upset about the writing with this one. Because, you know, that's where Sylvanas is right now. She's making horrible choices um, that are not the morally gray that we were promised, you know, and from the horde side of things, it's very difficult to see these choices being made and to to see the horde being taken in this direction yet again. Mm -hmm. um, And this time far more blatantly, this time with with absolute genocide right in front of our eyes as a result of a choice of our war chief. There was there was intentions for that by Garrosh Hellscream. That's what he wanted. And to a certain extent, he did a minor version of that with the uh, burning of um, um, Jaina's hometown, which I'm Theramore. Thank bombing, you. Bombing of Theramore, he, yeah. Yeah, he blew up, he blew up Theramore. Um, which comes back in this expansion. Ooh. Right. But that's, you know, as bad as that was, that was a good impetus for people to hate him on both sides. And that was something that, you know, he shouldn't have done and he did it on a whim. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Just a little but it's bit. Also, well, there's, it's also there's... like one small town, not a gigantic alliance hub that is like one of the main staples of the of of the entire faction. So, you know, there there's a there's a scaling thing that is a, a big difference here, but that smaller act alone was enough to make him the enemy of both sides and make him the final boss of the expansion. So this is insane. You know, there's no roots to the. I shouldn't say there's no roots. Sylvanas has always been evil. Okay, there's never been. I don't know what anybody was. Anybody who's surprised by this has not been following the lore of of Sylvanas, which I think is fair because again, there's years of the shit, right? Yeah. yeah. But Sylvanas is she is driven by some dark shit. She's called the Dark Lady for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh it my may God. be sexy, but and it's fucking dark. It is. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want a quick, I don't know if you guys have read, there were the three or two, the two short stories. There was the the one that was from like the Alliance perspective and one from the Horde perspective that led up to the battle for Azeroth. And this is in addition to the one that Christy Golden wrote. Right. Um, one of them is specifically from Sylvanas and um, Varrock, uh, over, High Overlord Varrock Saurfang's perspective. And it's this and this was hard for me to read as like a Sylvanas fan because yes, I know she's evil. I know she's absolutely horrible, and I firmly believe that the whole Wrathgate situation. Oh, she planned that. That was not some coup. That was planned. Like, come on, just take credit because it was kind of genius. Um, <laughs> so she called. And that reference was establishing the Undercity, right? To- for just for those who are playing, those who are playing the, at home, the siege of Undercity, <laughs> yeah, playing at right. home, yes, like like way back in in Wrath of the Lich King, like right. d- like uh, what's what was his name, uh, uh, Putris, Grand Apothecary Putris, like yeah. 
and Veramothris. Like that was totally planned by Sylvanas. Come on. Um, Still stands out as one of the single best experiences in that game. The, oh, yeah. the Siege of Undercity. And the, it was legit. It was so But so she, she calls Varric Salafang and she asks him, okay, I am who I am. You are who you are. I cannot fight a war honorably, uh, air quotes honorably, the way the Horde wants a war fought. I need you to fight this war for me. I need you like, how can we beat the Alliance? And he goes, that's not possible. It's not possible. And she, she basically just digs deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper with him until they, they come to the conclusion together that Darnassus is the key. You don't destroy it. You take it hostage. Mm-hmm. And then the Alliance has no choice. Like you, you, you barricade off and, and what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, blockade. Like with ships off Darnass, mm-hmm. and you hold the, the entire city hostage, and the alliance will slowly fracture because the the relationships between the different factions that or races that make up the alliance faction, their interests will start to. I mean, it, it, it it's better explained in the story, and I can't sure, do justice sure. trying to trying to paraphrase it, but. Essentially, they plan this huge decoy, like oh, the horde, and they they plant spies around Nathanos Blightcaller, the the um, Sylvanas's right hand. Um, he works with his spies and with Sarfang, and even he isn't privy to the plan, as Sarfang is, and they plan to to feed the alliance that Sarfang and Sylvanas are at odds, and they're not getting along. They stage a fist fight between the Thanos and Sarfang in the streets of Orgrimmar. Oh wow! Further this image that they're not getting along, and Sarfang then is going to take an army down to Silithus to defend the Azerite. And then at the last second, at the crossroads in the Barrens, the army turns right instead of left, mm. and everyone's like, "What?" And, and that's Sarfang the Horde so questline. That's where you start the Horde questline is right at that point, at that moment. Oh, really? Which is, which yep. is awesome. Yeah. Because that <clears> the <throat> plan was then to go through, like she, Sylvanas and Sarfang had everything planned up to taking the city of Darnassus, holding it hostage, how to, they had contingencies in place for when, not if, but when Malfurion and Tyrande showed up. And if the Alliance managed to redirect their forces early enough to intervene once they reached Teldrassil. And at it was it was the, the Warbringer Sylvanas where you see what happens, where that story leaves off, where Sylvanas just decided, like she had it planned from the start to burn it to the ground. And everyone's like this is not what any of us signed up yeah. for. Nobody wanted nobody wanted genocide. The whole idea was Sylvanas, like I said, you need to fight this war for me because I can't fight a war the way the Horde wants to. I'll support you, but you need to do this. Yeah. And so like, that was so hard for me to read and not be like, come on! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then in, in the same interview that they that I was just talking about a few minutes ago where they said that like um, Battle of Azeroth will be the longest storyline they've ever told in an expansion, 
Um, oh my god, what the hell am I doing here? I'm like, hi. Hey, there's hey. a face. Um, I'm like gesturing like I turned my camera on ten minutes ago. Um, where was I? Okay. Story. They said, they're like, we want to reassure everyone we're not repeating the Garrosh situation. So Horde mm-hmm. players, simmer down. Calm down. You've seen the entrance. You only know part of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. There's things that you have you have no idea. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Because you're have right. You, have you read the Christy Golden book? I haven't yet. So like I said, I'm only part of the way through it. And that's I'm getting some groundwork that you that you do not see elsewhere. It's not in the story. It's not in the quest. It's not in the pre-patch. It's not in these mm-hmm. other books, as far as I know, because they all go together, right? Mm-hmm. Which right. is an interesting way of like in terms of we step back for a second and just talk about the storytelling involved in this. You've got in-game experience, and that breaks down into pre-expansion quest lines, pre-expansion events, and things like that. Um, the destroying of your artifact weapons, which was the staple of Legion, and how that's feeding into helping save the world, basically, um, because Legion ended with a gigantic sword pierced into the heart of the planet itself, and that's where the Azerite is flowing out from, and that Azerite is this crazy resource, like, crazy powerful resource, because it's literally the lifeblood of the planet coming up to the surface, so now that's also the other thing that the, the two factions are kind of at odds over, that's a very key piece of mm-hmm. all of this. It's like it's like as if something in the world here, like a a, a seam in the earth opened up and it, and out of it was flowing gold or something like that, you know, except way cooler, like gold <laughs> that is also like uh, gold that is also something that, that's like like ADD medicine that makes you run faster. Gold that is higher. also something really it's, cool. Yeah. Yes. Adderall that, plus speed. Exactly. There you go. Azerite. There you go. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that's a, it, it was smart of them to put a resource in the world that is an immediate striking point. Right. So there's all this. So the storyline is the, the in-game stuff. Um, there's the book. There are cinematics. There are, um, um, these short stories now as well, um, and then now there's now that the expansion has launched, there's all the uh, actual in-game quest lines, the new allied races that you're opening up, the new fact, the new uh, additions to each faction that have their own side storylines that all play into the overall. Like the the sheer storytelling elements alone are just insane. Oh yeah. So it's really interesting to have to try and kind of keep up with it all. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so far picture, behind, yeah. right? And that's why I haven't read those short stories yet because I, I, I told myself, all right, I want to catch up on the book. I want to have the book right. done, and then be having my in-game experience at the same time. Then I want to go back and read those, those short stories because I just don't want to get it out of. I already have it out of order, and I don't want to screw it up any further. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> I, it's interesting to hear, you know, this this perspective from those because I can't, I kind of can't wait now to get to that point. It's it's good. It's it's. Like I said, I love Sylvanas, and it's not—it's not like I love her to the point that she can do no wrong. It's just, just enough I'm, to have I the body pillow of her on it, right? I get it. No, I totally well, understand. I mean, it's, it's right here. No, <laughs> I, I love the character. He was using it while his camera was off. That's we had to wait, we had to wait for him to finish. <laughs> Hold on, guys. One, give me, give me, give me like three more seconds. <laughs> 
That was a really bad time. <laughs> One, ah, ah, ah. Two, ah, ah, ah. Oh my god. It's thematic from before. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my god. Well, shall yeah, we yeah. shall we bring it into the actual after launch stuff? I'm sorry. I like totally hijacked the first No, half of the no, podcast. dude, you're good. Well, um let I mean we don't want to go into too many like story spoilers and stuff, so it's not like there's Yeah, we really we've gone into all to... like pre-launch stuff, so Exactly. And since since you haven't played it, I don't want to get into too many like after launch actual like major story points per se but like kind of overall experiences um well i guess i mean at this point with you know the new new storyline you got your, the new islands continents all that kind of thing like as a as a player and not specifically horde or alliance just as a player like how is this first week and a half two weeks of an expansion compared to other ones you've done um, I have to temper that answer with a qualification. And the qualification for me is that I am not fully experiencing this at all right now. The The reason I say that is not because I'm not playing, because I'm playing a whole lot, but I'm playing at a breakneck speed. I'm on a raid team, and the very first um, tune that I'm taking through everything is my raiding tune. And so it's not I, I am not catching the story. I'm not catching the nuances. I am burning through everything as fast as possible. I'm doing it the worst possible way. You could possibly experience this whole thing, yeah. And that, and part of me, part of me is brokenhearted about it because it's so story rich. All the stuff oh we've been God, talking about, so good. I mean, I I love hearing your alliance perspective on it, and and I have a lot of alliance friends. It's okay. I know. I happen to know. You know, it's okay to be alliance oriented. I, I have my my good friend is on on alliance. It's okay. It's okay. I have it. alliance friends. So. I can make that joke. <laughs> <Exactly>. It's okay. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. So, the um. To he, you know, I, I get to hear some of that perspective, but it's great to hear the passion behind it because, you know, that's I'm utterly the other end of it. Mm. And um, but even from that side, I, I'm only, you know, experiencing all the and uh, the Zandalari stuff, and the only parts that I'm seeing of like Kulturas and things like that are from world quests and things like that. So, you know, um, I'm getting touch points here and there. I definitely do not have all the maps opened up yet. Um, uh, I've been using those um, goblin glider kits from engineering oh, like yeah. crazy. Uh, what's is there an alliance? I assume there's an alliance it's, equivalent. I think it's just the same thing, but they just call okay. it something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like the engineering gliders, mm -hmm. basically, you just you just jump off the edge of something and you hit a glider and you just float, um, and you can you know um, set your direction and things like that. So that I've been using to kind of actually open up a bunch of pieces of the map or to get to pieces where. Uh, a world quest is that's far off and, and things like that get to other flight points but there's a whole lot that um i've yet to open up so uh, you know i just want to qualify it with that because this is not the experience that i would choose to have mm -hmm. um it's the experience that i'm ha that i'm forcing myself into as a raider who is trying to be um responsible about the eye level that we need to start with um when the raids begin on september 4th that sounds terrible. Well, I'm really know, enjoying everything. <laughs> I got to be fair. Well, and, and that's what I, I, did, I didn't mean to say that I'm not enjoying it. I just I would prefer to to read all of the quest text oh, yeah. and and just take it in slow. Like it's a reason that like I had alpha access and beta access, and I didn't take advantage of either one of those. And I'm sorry to anybody who might be listening who was like, "Screw you, man! I wish I could have been a part of that." I understand because I used to be there. We have a show 
that covers this stuff. We made a decision not to cover those things as spoilers. Um, we don't want to put all that stuff out there. We we don't want to also go through and play this stuff and experience it ahead of time. We want to experience it as it happens. And then here I am flying right with that opportunity, <laughs> having to fly right through it anyway. So I already have, you know, I mentioned starting the second guild. I've already chosen the secondary tune that I'm going to be using. I'm going to take a druid through next, and that's going to be slow and deliberate, and I'm going to experience everything I want to. Because we, we had um, a very first night, launch night, mm -hmm. um, three four of our, four or five of our raid team were all running together, just speed running through, just just burning through everything there was in sight, and, you know, killing things as groups and whatever, like, and I was constantly the one holding the group up because I was like, like Hold look on, over guys. there. <laughs> look, look, these guys are turtles. Like it was just, you know, I was the, 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 the ADD, you know, lover. Look at the art. Oh, my God. Look at those new those new cloud uh, models. And uh, you they know, finally the, the... almost did trees correctly. This is great. <laughs> oh my God. All I had to do was burn one down. Ooh. Ooh. You know, but that's why, like, that's also why it's really helpful to hear that experience from the Allied side about having to save people in Darnassus. That's messed up. Oh, it was like, because, like, I did not hear anything about that pre. And so, yeah, the, the, the text popped up and I was like, oh, save people. Okay. Was it Darnassus in particular or was it all? No, it was like, in, like, as it's burning. Wow. You're inside the tree saving as many people as you can. Yeah, it was nuts. How do you get out? Um, a, obviously, a portal opens up and oh, okay. Gen shows up. <laughs> he's all like, "Everyone needs to run." I'm a wolf, you know. And then you just <laughs> you just leave. Uh, and obviously, yeah, he does the whole. It's her fault, and this is another reason why I got to kill her. And blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Um, My son. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, that was, that was. It was. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> sorry for sorry for bailing for a second. Puppy shenanigans. Nice. No, you're good, dude. Um, well, not destroying content like crazy. Just going through it. Um, this is probably the first, like the last the last few expand. I guess since Pandaria, I've been really enjoying the leveling and questing and things. Um, but this is the first time I didn't even. I honestly never paid attention to the experience bar. Like the story yeah. was so good throughout and like, you know, the, the cut scenes and the cinematics and how they did the, the quest hubs as you're moving through there. Like I'd, I'd level and I'd be like, Oh, what? How long have I been playing? Like, I just, I never <laughs> looked at my experience, but I go, okay, in 30%, I'll be the next level. This will be great. I hit 120 and I was like, Oh, I thought I was still like 117. I had no idea. Like, and, um, in particular, oh, what's the what's the zone called? I won't give away spoilers here. What's the zone called? Oh God, you won't know because you're a horde. Oh gosh, <laughs> BFA. Hold on, I really wanted to talk about this um, in particular. Is this the one you said was like Diablo in the Warcraft universe? Yeah, Drustvar is literally if if you get if you ever play on the Alliance just to experience a story there. I mean, I, I figure you won't, um, you know, because you suck. Um, <laughs> But if you ever do, just start it to play through Drustvar. It is, okay. I mean, literally Diablo in World of Warcraft. The whole zone. That, so I'm familiar with the zone because yeah. we have to go to all of the those areas for world quests so far. And that zone's amazing. It is. But it like, is dark and beautiful. Mm -hmm. 
and not just the aesthetic, like the storyline, the characters you meet, the music, and like the end dungeon, everything is, I just feel like I'm playing through, um, through Diablo. There's, um, I can't remember the voice actor's name, but he does a lot of NPCs and he also did a lot of the NPCs in Diablo. And so, like, you're going through the zone, and, like, his voice is talking nice. to you. You're like, oh, my God, I'm actually in Diablo. This is insane. Wild. Exactly. exactly. I was like, oh, my God. I was just going to say, Does some, please tell me someone says, stay a while and listen. I think at some point they did. Um, That's cool. I know the um, for the Alliance, one of the allied races, they call Tyran humans. Oh, I, they thick. I have, like, okay, so... I've had a love-hate relationship with the druid and shaman classes in World of Warcraft. Like, always wanted to main one, and it's never lasted more than a little while. But seeing the druid forms for the Zandalari trolls for the Horde and the Kul'tiran oh, yeah. humans, oh my God. I've just been like, oh my god, I need to play a druid. Like, I just, I have to. <laughs> and they're a big part of that zone story, too, and you see a lot of them in druid form, and you're like, Oh my god. They they're scary. <laughs> uh one other so leave it at that. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> um I won't hit too much story with with anything, but um I'm still in Stormsong Valley. I don't know if you ran into this thorn, powering through everything. But I took my time, I did all the quest hubs, I did dungeons as they came up as part of the story, and I hit one twenty and I still hadn't touched the third zone at all. I don't know if if you've had that similar experience. I thought that was super um, strange. Yeah, I was only in the second of three. Um, no, that's not true. I was um, in the second zone. I went through. I was fortunate by accident to hit mostly just the main hubs, mm-hmm. whereas the first hub that we went through, I said we were doing the the leveling group. Um, that group was specifically taking every set of side quests, every node of quests givers with every however many quests they all have. We took everything and just burned through everything because it's all XP, right? Yeah. When I was doing it, the rest of it um, kind of solo, I was trying to stick more to the main storylines, um, but it's hard to tell all the time. So I was trying and I, and I was successful in that for the second zone. So I actually did get to the third zone, but only at like, I want to say I was like, 118 middle of 118 or something like that so i was only there for about a level and a half in that in that third zone interesting so i i finished everything through questing and then went to do the uh the war campaign at 120 actually oh so what is what is the war campaign so that's that's furthering the overall storyline and it also opens up all of the world quest things for you it opens up the um, the places that you would go for the island campaigns um, and the play and the 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 daily um, there's the, these tables where you you send followers on missions on the side to gather resources and stuff so so it's like your uh, oh garrison my God, what was it yeah thank you I couldn't yep. think of the word garrison I was like it's like your your fort <laughs> yeah the it's table like thing your, from garrison is unfortunately still around <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah oh that's fine it reminds me of Dragon Age Inquisition. Ooh, nice. That's a good turn. Luckily, so far it hasn't been like to further your questing experience. You must do these three missions and wait four days. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that's not a thing. Yeah, but yeah, I did the yeah, war the only, campaign the too as level. That was like, I'm sorry. No, no, you're totally fine, man. No, listen, so you did it right. I'm just here to listen to your voice. That's 
you're fine. No, but what you were saying there about doing it while you're questing, that's that's I think that's how it's supposed to be done. And it's gated, right? Yeah. You can only up to a certain point. And, and then you had to like, level more. The first one was open right when you got there. And then the mm-hmm. second one was open like 115. And then when you hit 120, the last one opened. Right. And so it was weird because like I did the I did zones. All. I did two zones in the the war campaign as you went. And like the second I finished the last quest in Drustvar, which is the second zone I did, I hit 120. I was oh, like, that's cool. I don't feel like that's timed time. right. So, well, like now I have to do an entire zone at level cap. It feels weird, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the scaling at level cap is is significant. It's rough. You know, like the, you can only take on a couple mobs at a time. Yeah. They will kick your ass. I'm uh, just things out in the world. Well, it's funny. Like even the scaling while you're leveling, like the first like three levels, I was like, groups grab everything i play a yep. red paladin and i'm just like destroy it all and seriously like i think i hit 114 and i was like you come here and then i like the screen was flashing red and i was like what's happening right now oh, well ooh. i highly as a red paladin main i would highly recommend the christy golden book oh really yes oh well now i'm all sorts of excited so can i can i can i ask is there a main no. character of the Christie Golden book? A main is there a main character of the book itself? In, in, yeah, like in in the book, does it follow? So far, again, I'm only like a third of the way through it or so, but I think it, it could be argued that Anduin is the main character. Um, oh. But I think the I think what they try to do is really balance it where the two main characters are Anduin and Solanus. Seriously? Oh, yeah. What's this book it's, called? Um, it's called, um, I just closed it. Sorry. I had it open here. Oh, worse. God, you fail. Literally. Before the storm. Kicking out of the call. It's (laughs) over. It's done with. I wash my hands of this. Before the storm by Christy Golden. (laughs) But that's where, yeah, that's where I found out like why Azerite is so important because they do a really good job of, of explaining um, what it is and how it affects you and why it's important. You know, Christy Golden's an amazing writer, so you know oh, to yeah. hear hear her explain. You know, because again, if if they just found gold, then there are resources that are of value. But this is something that literally affects you physically and has like crazy properties it's that don't make any sense and mineral do covered in cocaine coming out of the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If cocaine was also like a vitamin you know like something that like improved your health instead of just making you nuts <laughs> that's true too mm. cocaine now in vitamin form <laughs> now chewable <laughs> Is it nice children's chewy cocaine, children's <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh it's cocaine in chewable tabs chewable rubs tabs. itself all over your gums <laughs> oh my god that's amazing um I'm not going to go story again. I haven't, I've barely touched Stormsong Valley, but the zone is gorgeous. The only thing I wanted to touch on, I think it's, yeah, Tearguard Sound. It's very Pirates of the Caribbean y, and there's these new children models that are adorable. And um, sometimes when you click on them, their opening line is Do you have scurvy? And <laughs> do you have a <laughs> like, oh, oh my, my god, god. That's, that's the best icebreaker ever. That's amazing. <laughs> you uh <laughs> single people out there, try that next time you're at the bar. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. 
Yeah, oh my and god, it kills me. Scurvy, you oh bitch. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go great. It'll go great. Oh my god. Well, I mean, you just blew through stuff, but what was your favorite zone horde side? Just um, maybe not so much that's... story-wise, but aesthetically. That's easy. They're total in the area where all the turtles are. It's honestly not even that pretty, but it's so like the Tortolan themselves. Um, we've heard all these people, all these people talk about all the allied races and everything that were, you know, mm. as part of pre-purchase of the expansion and things like that, the pre-access, and now rumors of who they will be next and all that sort of thing. I have never cared that much about playable races. I've had interest, you know, just as a big fan of the um, the Tuscar. Which are the walrus-looking type people? I had, I had no idea. She's never previous. mentioned that ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's a big fan. Um, so you know, the whole like, if you could have a playable race, what would it be? I've never really had much of an answer to that until now. I'm insane about these fucking turtles. I can't get enough of these goddamn turtles. So they have their own area. Yeah, you quest through an area of theirs. Oh my um, god! They actually had a gigantic turtle. Um, who I don't remember, I might be using the wrong term, I'm not sure if it ended up being a Loa or not, um, because that's kind of thematic throughout the whole thing on, is that, yeah. does that come up on your side? Or is that a uh, Horde only? Meant, I think in the War Campaign is the only time it actually comes up. Okay, so it's it's pretty heavy on the Horde side. Um, mention of Loa is a big deal. There's there's the different um, representation Loas of different types of things. There's the Loa of Kings, there's a Loa of Death, who actually takes over for the spirit, the Death Spirit when you die. Oh my, the, oh, my god, oh 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 my god. Please, what? please tell... Okay, so Loa of Death, please tell me. Oh my god. Tell you please, what. Please, please tell me they brought Bonsamdi into it. It is! Bonsamdi <laughs> <laughs> is, is the, Loa, the Loa of Death, and he, he replaces your spirit, um, the spirit angel thing, whatever, when you die. And he, like, makes fun of you. That is totally... Like voodoo lore. It's great. Yeah, it's like really, really good. 130 million percent. Oh my god, it's actually Bonsandi. Does he have He's... like a skull mask? Um, no, I don't think he has a mask on. I think you, you see his face more than anything else. But there's even a part where you're helping to like, you know, save someone, and it, you have to like be the middleman between two different Loa who are both kind of warring over the soul of this person. So that's pretty cool. That's... That's that really is cool. like Bonsamdi goes back to like like old school like voodoo like literal real world voodoo lore. Oh yeah, Bonsamdi did not know is, that. He's part of that. Like That's you cool. don't you don't say the name Bonsamdi in like the Louisiana Bayou. You, really, you just you just don't. This is problematic. This you is don't. probably like creating issues for people. For for our Cajun friends, our Cajun <laughs> who play friends. World of Warcraft. Running into some stuff. I just, I love. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. And the kid, you know, the character and everything, the way they played it out, they played him out is, is spectacular. So that's amazing. But yeah, he's, the Tortolan area is my favorite by far. Yeah, on the Alliance side, the Tortolan are just, they're more like just traveling merchants and stuff. So you mm. run into them quite often, but there's not like a specific area. I would love that. My mm. favorite. It's just this it little teeny. It's it's no spoilers or anything. There's this little teeny quest chain. I'll post this picture here real quick. You help this baby tortilla in here, or tort. I feel like make yourself a dang tortilla. quesadilla. Make <laughs> yourself a tortilla. Good Lord. So you have is... you help this baby turtle. Oh my god! Like, he's adorable. Right, 
So it's voice, the whole thing's voice acted. It's adorable. So you're helping this little baby turtle choose a horse for its dad. Oh my God. And like this, it's, it's very Jayag-esque. Nick, you'd I'm love not it. Crying, you're crying. Right. Not, okay. Do me a favor. Can you, can you please do me a favor, Brett? Can you imitate it as best as possible? <laughs> uh, well, the voice isn't Jayag, but the, the mannerism. Oh. So he walks up, you got this row of horses and you do a question to get him brave enough to try riding a horse. Cause he's a very large turtle and he's very old and he doesn't want to get bucked off. And so he's walking up to each individual horse and he's seriously like, Oh, the spirits in its eyes will scare me. He'll knock me off immediately. No, 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 no way. And he like walks the next one. Oh, it's too small. I would crush it beneath my shell. And like, he goes like five different horses before he finds like, I think this one's perfect. And you like help him onto the horse and he's panicking cause he's on a horse and it's, this is all voice acted, like actually voice acted, which is nuts. How many actual quests and stuff are voice acted too? Yeah, I want to seriously. bring that point up. But so like this little turtle is like this little kid turtle voice. I'm going to cry. He's like, you can do it, dad. And like, just like walking a lot, like the, the little turtle's actually pulling the horse and is like giving him words of encouragement. And I'm like, that's so this cute. is the greatest thing that's ever happened in this game. <laughs> That's is that so little beautiful. turtle? Is that little turtle the? Um, that's not Tuttle, is it? The, no, the, no. the pet you get from the no, the that would Deluxe be amazing. Because he looks like he does look I a lot. Just of brought him up in a tiny little adorable thing oh, with giant oh eyes. God, it's not fair. So, so if the Tartolan were added as an allied race, which faction would they be added to? Oh, oh my God. God, that'd be that's that's really rough. Because I think evolved. that would be the actual faction war right there. Yeah. Or would it be would it be both? <laughs> would it be like the Pandaren? I would hope so. Oh my god. I have I to be have to be. Oh, I have to be Jayag. I love them. Oh my god. That's I'm so, so I'm I have not been this head over heels about um a race in this game. I've had preferences, I've had um you know, I've been enamored with one or two or whatever, but this is nuts. Like I'm head over heels. Like IRL green sea turtles are among my favorite um animals on the planet and so so to have (laughs) they really are (laughs) (laughs) i feel like if you turned into an animal you would turn into that (laughs) so i know that that's playing into it i know this is part of it but like voice acting is so they use nothing but old people for the voice acting (laughs) elsewhere so cute so all of them and then they say these fucked up things like Hello, sir, and um, madam. <laughs> you know, they'll so say shit like that. It's yeah. like, hey, do you have anything good for me? And like, you know, they just, they're, they're obsessed with trinkets, like ancient trinkets. And it has to be at least a couple of millennia old or something like that. They're always making comments like that. And oh do you have anything gosh. to trade? And like, they're, you know, it's absolutely, uh, but the, the fact, <sighs> uh, not faction, but the, the group is called the, the Tortolan Seekers. And uh, and they're in both Zandalar and Kulturas, so I'm obsessed. No, seriously, I'll get into I'll get into Quest Hub, and like if there's one of them there, like I run past everyone else. I'm like, what do you got for me? <laughs> Talk to me. They sound so fantastic, Brett. They literally sound like like Jig would be two pods at a pee with them. Yep. No, that's what, when you get through, you're gonna love it. Oh my god, so good. IRP Jag Thorn. So IRP my my uh, tor- tortle is what they're called in D and D five e. Um, IRP my my tortle 
as, and he's getting better, but very socially inept. He doesn't he doesn't have many social skills, okay, or or doesn't doesn't understand social and and verbal nuance. So things are taken very literally. Uh, we we had a um, unplanned, very deep conversation about racism in one of our last D and D sessions <laughs> because Jayag Jayag did not understand what this word racism meant, and that like like he he wanted he did not like you because you beat him in a race. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, so and good. everyone is like, wait, what? So yeah, no. I just um, the turtles for five E D and D, and this is absolutely where they got this for Warcraft. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. This came from the I first will, time I saw I, one. I was like, mm-hmm, that's it. If because they they're make... all they're all fucking nerds too. They love. This is why I love Blizzard so much. Mm-hmm. This is why I fucking love. If there's one other playable race I could ever choose, it'd be a Blizzard employee. <laughs> it would be a point, Blizzard point in the in the D and D in the D D in the Blizzard development cycle. Like World of Warcraft development cycle, let me rephrase that. Where I feel like they switched from, oh, we need to be like hardcore, like PvP game developers. I feel like there was a hard switch to the point that, like, the lore and the nerdiness and the 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 people that were like really trying to drive that element of the gameplay and of the culture mm-hmm. i feel like they took the forefront whereas previously it had been very very mechanically like all of the design but the majority i won't say all only assist deals and absolutes which is an absolute which means oh, assist, oh my god um <laughs> the man speaks true i feel like the majority of design decisions were based mechanically and then mm-hmm. at some point in the design around wrath of the lich king it switched and everything started to become what I just said a second ago, which I can't figure out what I said, <laughs> but it makes me happy. Like, like you just yeah. said, they're all nerds. It makes me so happy. And I have to say if, if the Tortolan become an allied race, whatever faction they become part of, that is where I will find my home. I might, I might have to switch. That would be and, messed up. I think they should just I, be their own faction. And I will be Jayag. Third faction. Third, Third faction. faction. Oh my god, yeah. They did say in in another one of the more recent interviews, they did hint at the idea that the faction, factions as we know them pre-Battle for Azeroth may not be factions as they are post-Battle for Azeroth. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to leave that out there. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, there's a lot to cover here, but it's running late. We're getting close to our time here, and I know it's super late for you guys. So, I mean, we're definitely going to have to have you back if you're interested and talk some more. Sure. Um, but one question I had for you since you've been playing, I, I'd assume more, because I don't have a lot of time. Um, so the, oh my god, what is it called? The island, what, what am I thinking about? Island Adventure. <laughs> the Island Adventure, man. <laughs> so what, how does that work and what is it? Because I haven't touched that yet. And I don't know how important it is, but I assume it's pretty important. Yeah. Um, the, 
the the way that it works, uh, and I'm looking up the freaking um, Island Expeditions. Jesus, I don't know why that was. <laughs> I like <laughs> Adventure way better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're called Island Expeditions, and um, basically the way it works is you and two other people. Um, Disregard that, please. Oh my! So basically, the way it works is you and two other people. Um, you arrive on one of the islands in the area, and um, there is a uh, an amount of Azerite available on that island. And the opposite faction is also arriving on the island at the same time, and you have to fight your way through the island and gather the Azerite before the other faction can. And that's the basis of it. Okay. Now, um, the 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 way that you encounter things, um, I think, is I don't know if it's randomized. Like I don't want to. I haven't done enough of them to really know how different they end up being, or if there's like six of them that you basically get one of the six or something. I don't know how that works yet, um, because I've, I've literally only done one of these so far, the intro one that you actually do solo. But I do know that you go in in groups of three, and that you don't necessarily need a tank healer DPS. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. It's it's meant to be a, a, to work for any combination of classes and the other three from the other faction excuse me are um npcs so they are uh, unless you specifically choose the pvp version of this and go in with a, a full group of three of your own you will not run into other players from the other faction they will be npcs from the other faction oh, okay that you're, that you're competing against yeah so you're so there's you know 2000 azurite available and you're trying to gather that 2000 first or whatever. So when you gather the Azerite, does that go towards your like Azerite power? I I know that you get um, I know that you get things out of it. I don't know exactly what you get. Okay. But um, you know they it, it's definitely building toward the Azerite power of your neck, um, the heart of Az, Az, Azeroth, Azeroth neck piece yeah. that you have on. Um, I know it's I know that pretty much everything that you do is building on that. Um, I don't know what the quest rewards are for doing that, but I believe there's a. A weekly quest for it that has its its own set of rewards and then everything beyond that is there's the normal heroic and um i don't remember if it's mythic or if that goes into pvp versions but there's there's multiple levels of difficulty of these island expeditions as well okay interesting and Obviously. as you would expect you know the, the higher level the, the more rewards okay i'll have to look into that then Oof. okay so staying on topic here um cool. We're going to go to Madlib because it makes sense. <laughs> so it's been a while. I really want to do this. I think, God, it was probably like episode like 18 or something ridiculous last time we did this. It was a long time ago. Uh, 50 okay. Shades of Madlib. Dirty Adult Madlib. Um, <laughs> I assumed, and I'm hoping I assumed correctly, that Thorne would be interested in such a thing. Of course. These are the memories that make friends. We're going to dive through this quickly. I found one that I think is short. Um, okay, so this is the order we're gonna go in. We're gonna go Thorn, Nick, and then myself. Okay. So, <clears throat> Thorn, body part. Dick. Dick. Nick, adjective. Oh my God, what's an adjective again? I have no idea. It's a descriptive word. Thank you. It modifies the noun. Mm, spiny. Spiny. <laughs> okay. Me, noun. What's a noun again? 
Thorn, you're so thing. smart. Thank you. First place a thing. Hmm. <laughs> baseball glove. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> it's all. Hey, Thorn. Body part. Uh, elbow. Elbow. Good choice. Uh, Nick Noun. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Oh, myself, body part. Ooh. Java. Uh -huh. uh, Thorn, verb ending in S. Um, chides. Chides. All right, all right. Uh, Nick, body part. Nostril. Nostril. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting Actually, there. Actually, no. No, scratch that. We're going to go eyelid. Eyelid. Ooh, that's even better. Eyelid. Okay. Perfect. Hot. Perfect. Body part. Ooh. I'm going to go with earlobe. Nothing like a good earlobe. Um, thorn verb. We're almost there, I promise. Uh, bounce. <laughs> oh, I like you. <laughs> Nick, body part. Forearm. Forearm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with course. Um, Thorn noun. Mm, blizzard headquarters. <laughs> Poor uh, blizzard. <laughs> uh, Nick, verb ending in ing. Just a couple more to go. What's the verb? Action? Yep. yep. Flaunting. Flaunting. Nice. That's good. That's good. Adjective. Mm. Fluffy. <laughs> nice. Thorn, body part? Uh, uh, upper thigh. Upper thigh. Sweet. <laughs> Nick, verb ending in S. Vibrate. Vibrates. <laughs> and myself. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. We're going to go gyrates. Gyrates. <laughs> <laughs> and for myself, the last uh -huh. one is level of intensity. Oh, my God. Wow. We're cranking that shit up. Cannot imagine what. All right. <laughs> That's a reference to. <laughs> All right. Ready? To Bob. Ready. Mm, Fifty Shades ready. of Mad Lib. Just some guardians with Thorn from Lagging Balls. This is going to be so good. I haven't seen this card yet. Here we go. Sudden, suddenly he grabs me, tiffing me across his dick. With one spiny movement, he angles his baseball glove so my elbow is resting on the Abraham Lincoln beside him. What? Uh, he throws his right jawbone over both mine and chides his left eyelid on the small of my earlobe. <laughs> holding, me, holding me down so I cannot bounce, he places his forearm on my coarse blizzard headquarters, <laughs> softly flaunting me, stroking around and around with his fluffy palm. And then his upper thigh is no longer there. Oh. And he gyrates me to 11. Nice. All right. <laughs> I like that. 
That's that's pretty good. I feel like we've all grown a little closer. Is the premise <laughs> yes. of these that they're actually like from the book? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because I feel like that's what we were looking for when we tried to do this on the LB stream and and failed miserably because we just used random Mad Libs. Because oh, yeah, I feel like I remember doing these as a kid and making them dirty was so easy, just oh, using yeah. normal Mad Libs. But you use the the web based version and then you just yeah. get like. God knows what. So <laughs> this no, is way better. No <laughs> so no, good. you're right. <laughs> I just looked up adult Mad Libs and uh, nice. The red, don't image search that. All I'm gonna say. All right, let's wow. move in. We got a couple questions here. One from Laz on Discord. This is gonna be a fun one to answer. He asked. Titties. He asked titties. Very important. Mm -hmm. Well, All right. His question. Guestimate how many days, months, years have you sunk into WoW? When you mentioned that joke earlier, I was like, that's a question later. It's going to oh, be good. Man. I can tell you exactly how much time I have because I checked the last time I played. Oh, how much? Is that just between, one character or does it show nope, for everything? Between, between each one of my characters that was still not deleted mind you um i think it was three months three months of just solid game time mm -hmm. good lord i'm gonna go with nine months 12 days 14 hours and seven minutes i feel like you just looked it up that was oddly didn't look it up you said guesstimate he did he very very quickly typed slash played on each one of his characters i'm gonna guess just well, what I have on this character. Right? So I'm going to go look it up now. They do it. it is. I think I'm probably about four, four or five months somewhere in there. That sounds about right. Oh. If, you're, if you're four or five months, then I'm way more. Because I started playing way before you did. And I literally lived uh, on that game. I when started I was during uh, Vanilla as well. Okay. Oh, you racist hoe. <laughs> I, this guy. When I first started, I literally lived on that game. That was my social life. Like literally lived on, like you had, you yeah. bought the disc like and you got the case and you sat on it or breakfast. like you crawled inside <laughs> made a structure. Yes. Okay. I'm on the same page as you. I did though. I really did. So it's probably a lot more than that. I'm probably just embarrassed. <laughs> um, so our other question comes from chat. Um, TPP poker. TP poker asks, why are you guys so awesome? Oh. Wow, that's so sweet of you to say that, man. Isn't you that don't so have... nice? That's okay. really that's really sweet. I mean, way to tee it up, man. Yeah, seriously. You know, you didn't have to say that. We appreciate you. It was thoughtful. It. Um, it's okay, I did my slash played. I was way off. Yeah? 87 days, 22 hours, 11 minutes, 18 seconds. On one character. I don't know. Doesn't that give you all of it? No, it gives you whatever. You have to go do that on. across. Every... Oh my god! Then maybe I'm not exactly. Off. This guy was my original main, who I just came back to for the first time from this. So, ooh, dang! All right, well, then I, I'm not going to be able to tell you that today. I so, know my my wizard Giller, whom I have not played since the Burning Crusade. He, well, no, I took him up in Warlords of Draenor for about a week, but I know the last time I checked with him, it was like 94 days. Wow. So that's my three months right there. 
That's solid. Well, so, um, the only other thing we have, I played it earlier while we're waiting for Nick. I'll put it at the end of the show. Is a lovely soundbite from the Cookie Monster that got emailed oh, to us. Oh, it's so good. And um, Nick, I'll send it to you. You don't have to listen to the show, so you can listen to it. The Cookie Monster. Yes, the like Cookie Monster cookie emailed monster? us. Yeah, it's the so good. legit Cookie Monster emailed us and left us uh, like a two-minute soundbite talking about how much Cookie Monster loves us. So mm-hmm. it was really good. It was really oh my sweet. God. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? Uh, so I'll put that in the show, and Nick, I'll send it to you. Uh, You're not you so. Is it, that's all we had? You're, there's nothing else. There's nothing else, man. What what happened? Have you checked the email inbox lately? Did anything suspicious happen in the email inbox for Justin Guardians? Um, at gmail Let me just look at this JustSomeGuardians at gmail dot com real quick. Just some guardians at gmail dot com. Which is a place you could talk to us and send us feedback. There's just, I mean, there's just like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's just like nineteen pictures of Dick Cheney. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. That's did nuts. Any of the, any of them like stand out to you, or did like the subject lines stand out to you? In any well, way? it was interesting. It looked like the subject lines meant to say something, but they got sent out of order, so I have no idea what it was supposed to say. Oh. Who sent those? That seems really sadistic. Very oddly specific that you would be asking that question. Sending emails to just some guardians at gmail.com. I know. But but what was the so did they come? Do you know who they came from? <laughs> I know. They made me come. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures of Darth Vader usually do that. I mean Dick Jane. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, as we slide to the end of the show, those are all sent by Nick, by the way. Um, the subject line? And I, I, yeah, what I was it supposed ended. to say? Okay, so I sent each one a minute apart. Everyone at work was laughing at me because I sent each one a minute apart. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to send these a minute apart so that they don't send out of order. And they did. What are you, what are you doing? Like, well... And then I explained a little bit, and they didn't understand. And well, that's their <laughs> loss. I have to send pictures of Dick Cheney to our podcast. What's no, not to it understand? Was, it was a challenge finding that many pictures that like were worth sending. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> um, but it was supposed to say Dick Cheney is God. <laughs> <laughs> and each, each picture is uh, the subject line for the email is one letter. Yes. So what I got was dogs. That's what I got. Oh, man. <laughs> Best no. laid plans, man. Uh, we did that. just get an email, though, um, from uh, at justsomegardensgmail.com. <clears throat> um, from Lagging Balls, it just says balls. <clears throat> Does it say Jesus? No, it just <laughs> just says balls. I like it. Hey, Thorn. Yes. We're going to let you start the, these. You know how sign-offs work. Oh, yeah. Tell us all about you, your show, where everything can be found, anything you want to plug, dude. Thanks. Well, thanks again for having me. Um, you can find me uh, online. Uh, best place is Twitter at Thornbrow. Um, you can find the show uh, and follow the show on uh, Twitter, on Twitch, on Discord, um, on everything under the sun uh, at Lagging Balls. It's one of the reasons we chose the name, um, not only because it's slightly inappropriate, but also because it was completely and utterly open in all places everywhere. The only thing I would uh, guard you against is making an image search with that word. 
I'm gonna Other do than it right that, now. Yep, that's I'm where you can right find now. us. Lagginballs.com, uh, every, everywhere uh, under Lagging Balls. And you can Once find again. our show um, where all good podcasts are found. <laughs> uh, real quick, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Hey, um, so I just Google image Lagging Balls and it's 900 pictures of Thist. There you go. <laughs> There you go. You know, there was a certain marketing approach involved in yeah. Um, There's show. a picture yeah. of like a, a dude, a dude just like posing with his shirt off at bodybuilding.com, but otherwise <laughs> it's all like golf and 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 lagging ball theater or some Microsoft Paint. Never Ooh. mind. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious. Indeed, well, must Once again, dude, thank you so much for being here. I um, Absolutely. I appreciate you. I love you guys' show, and um, totally didn't fangirl when you said yes. Everything was normal. <laughs> um, Nick. Well, now we're just friends, and yeah, now now it's not just weird. How at ridiculous all. this all is. <laughs> no, seriously, like, oh my god. No, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. What a great discussion, too. I, I honestly, when you said you wanted to have me on to talk about Warcraft, but that you guys are a Destiny show, I did not expect that you'd have this level of lore and background and your own exposure to the game. So, I, you know, without knowing what to expect, thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Sweat Jesus, I appreciate you appreciating us. <laughs> I appreciate I, Nick appreciating you for appreciating us. I consider myself in all things that I'm interested in. I try and become as much of a quote-unquote lore aficionado as I can. Um, so it makes me it makes me happy that you wanted to come and discuss Warcraft with a what you perceived at the time is merely a destiny <laughs> show. <Nearly. laughs> I did not use that uh, word. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's you know, and on that point, just real quick though, like. Honestly, like MMOs and stuff is the main reason why I got interested in Destiny. Same. Because it had it had those aspects. So we actually went from WoW and that's what led us straight into there, into the podcast. So that's where our roots are. Well that's great. He's he's not wrong. We we both love shooters and we were like, Oh my god, we can get like our shooter and MMO fix at the same time. So good. (laughs) Uh, Nick, where can people find you? And your other People podcasts. People can find me under a rock if it seems like it might be comfortable. Or you can find me on the Twitters at he who fights. I have not been Twitterific of late, but <laughs> I hope to continue my Twitter-ishness in the future. Um, you can also find me on PlayStation P- uh, on PSN at hwf 7 force or the Discord for just some Guardians. I think I'm HWF-74 on there. You'll know it's me because I never post it when I do. It's total non sequitur. So. I think that is what Followed. you're doing. Um, and then my other podcast, the one I mentioned earlier, uh, just don't tell me, uh, is Green Dragon Live. So if oh, you feel I like checking this out, we are a Lord of the Rings Consider us like a book club that also deep dives into the lore simultaneously. Uh, we are greendragonlive.com, where you can find us anywhere you find good or sultry podcasts <laughs> by searching for Green Dragon Live or on Twitter at Green Dragon Live. Sorry, awesome. the Twitters. The Twitters. Well, thank you all for joining us for episode 38 of Just Some Guardians. When we do the show, we are live. 
as twitch.tv slash just some guardians. This show will be edited and posted at some time that works with my schedule. That could be tomorrow. That could be three days from now. Who knows? Audio format. Enjoy that. You can find that just some guardians on iTunes and Podbean. And um, if you'd like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at JSGcast or email us. Um, I know we haven't mentioned that on the show yet, um, but we have an email account, uh, just some guardians at gmail.com. In case you're That's curious. New. We started it literally the mid show. Like, want, like 32, 40 seconds ago. 40 seconds ago. When I started talking about it is when we started. Amazing. Uh, what else do I say here? I just got sidetracked. Yeah, hey, no, that's it. Me, I'm a person. Hi, guys. I'm yeah, Elmer Fudd. Where to find you, you can bro. find me on Twitter and Twitch at Elmer Fudd Games. A double M, double D. Oh, my God. Hot. Uh, Thorn, thank you once again. And Nick, since Russell's mm. not here, take us out, man. Oh, dude, bruh. Join us next time on uh, just some guardians for some uh, mutual chaos and look at the camera. Utter incompetency. <laughs> Love it. Spectacular. And that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, dude. Oh my legit, god. Legit, legit. Don't please, please don't take this the wrong way. But I had no idea who in the bloody hell you were.